because they are going to wake up one day and change from one day to day one. And when they go online and they see you and they're like, she's showing up <laughs> for the longest time ever. I'm ready. I'm going to work with you. Hey, and welcome to the Sarah Lowe podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Lowe, a business mentor who blends the energetics with business strategies. I help women step in their magnetic feminine flow to create the business and life of their dreams. In this episode, I talk about all things sales, marketing, self-empowerment, money, pleasure, mindset, feminine flow, masculine energy, and all the energetic works. After listening to each episode, you'll walk away with new perspective and truth bombs as I don't hold back on speaking my truth. And this many triggers may just be the turning point in your business and life. Hey everyone, and welcome back into another episode on the Serial Podcast. So, I want you to answer this question. Do you want to sign more of your dream clients without using icky sales strategies that maybe you have seen online or maybe this is something that someone has taught you that you just don't have the time and energy for? Or maybe you want to sign more of your dream clients without having to convince and convince and convince them that again takes up a lot of time and a lot of energy that you just don't have capacity for. Either way, I've got you in today's episode. I'm really pumped for you to dive into the goodness. This is a replay that I've hosted on my Instagram a while back, and it is part of our five-figure series. So I am going to let you go, and I hope you enjoy listening to today's episode. Let me know, okay? Tap a heart if you've ever, ever seen or created content around three reasons why you should invest in a coach or why a coach need to hire a coach. Five reasons why you need to invest in a brand or web designer. And these kind of content is okay. You might find engagement like, yeah, like, Investing is amazing. We need XYZ. We need all of that. But it's like this kind of content looks great. Your engagement may increase, but you might realize that the people who are cheering you on are just not buying from you. And they give you like reasons in terms of like, now it's not the aligned time, it's too expensive. Now I'll cover those objections in just a second. Hi, Cecilia. Um, But for now, it's like usually this kind of content, there are a couple of reasons why people would create this kind of content. And I've been there, okay? Number one, why you would create content around like convincing content, convincing type of content. One, you may have seen other people doing it and you're like, hey, that is amazing. Like, that is such a good idea. And you see that, hey, that engagement is amazing and I'm going to do it. And you feel inspired. You feel caught to create these kind of content. Five reasons why you need to hire a, five reasons why you need a, and it's, it can come from a good place. It can come from like a, a good heart, right? Or not, another scenario would maybe lead you to creating this kind of content is that, you know, you have hopped on discovery calls with your potential clients. And then, or not, you receive like messages from your potential clients. I would really love to work with you, but it's too expensive. But 
I don't know if this is for me. And then you're like, okay, let me help you out. Let me try to understand what's really going on. And then you may subconsciously convince um, your potential clients. And then no matter how much effort you put in, trying to convey the message to your clients, hopefully that they're going to sign up to work with you. (laughs) And they just say no. No, 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 no. And rejections over rejections over rejections. Let me know if, if you've ever experienced something like that before. And then you get mad. You get frustrated. You get stressed out. You're like, why Why they don't say it? Why are they not buying my offer? Why are they not working with me? Why are they not investing in themselves? Like They told me they, they want all of these results. And I believe that I can help them. Why did I not buy? And you end up so frustrated. You're like, I need to create a content around this. Five reasons why you need to invest in a coach. Five reasons why you need this because because it's going to help you. Ah, it's so draining. It's so mentally draining. It's, it feels like it's a lot of work that you just don't have the energy for. Like it's just, ah, it's just really mentally draining. And these are the possible like scenarios that will lead you to creating um leading convincing um to creating convincing content like that okay and i'm gonna share with you a couple of outcomes <laughs> a couple of outcomes when you try to convince potential clients okay and there is no shame around it Absolutely no shame around it because I feel like sometimes either you have experienced this before, either you are doing this or not. Like I feel like this is a great opportunity to find out like, hmm, okay, like how can I make signing and attracting clients like easier? How can I make this process within my business like much more fun, much more with ease, like no convincing, no icky sales strategies and all that stuff. Cool? Okay. So, like I said earlier on, right, you may have seen an engagement um, with this kind of content. I'm looking at my notes right now. But a problem with these kind of content is that A, you may have seen engagement on your posts. Great tips. I love it. Yes, I totally, totally agree. I resonate with reason number two. Yes, I agree. <laughs> and you see, you see your engagement on a high, but not little to none of those people who are resonating with the content are applying to work with you. That's one scenario. Second scenario. Okay, even if even if they come into your inbox, even they apply for your one-on-one service and then you hop on a discovery call with them like hmm, okay maybe yeah i'm gonna hop on a discovery call with you and you know let's see let's see if this is an aligned fit for us to work together and during the entire discovery call it just feels like the energy feels off like they would tell you reasons why it's not the aligned time and, and some it's valid okay guys it's valid it's too expensive. I don't know if this is for me. Let me discuss this with my partner. Let me get back to you. And you're like, no, maybe you have seen 
strategies, sales strategies online that if you let this, if you let this potential client go, chances are they're not going to work with you. I believe that before. So you, in the discovery call, right, you try to convince that potential client. What is holding you back? Why do you feel like now is not the, uh, like the aligned time? What is on your mind? And like I said, if it's coming from a good place, amazing. But oftentimes, like if we were to be honest with ourselves, it's like, it's so close. I'm so close to sign this client. I'm going to do whatever that it takes, asking the right questions as much as possible. And hopefully this client is going to say, all right, let's do this. And even if they said yes, okay, you go through the entire process and they say yes. They say, okay, you know what? Finally, I'm going to work with you. Now, this is the part. This is the part where it gets a bit tricky. This is the part where you might find um, frustrations working with this client. They back up halfway, something happened in their life and they freaked out. So they back out. I'm not sure, you know, I'm not sure if this is, I'm not sure if I made the right decision. So can I get a refund? Or I'm sorry, like I would really love to keep working with you. I know I promised you, I know I signed a contract. I know I paid the deposit whatsoever, but Something happened to my personal life and, and I need the money. I'm sorry. I don't think I'll be able to do this. Let me know if this resonates. <laughs> Are you guys taking down notes, by the way? Just wanted to, just, I just wanted to know like if this resonates, okay? Or not. They don't do the work. So if you're a coach of any kind, and then you give them aligned actions to do and say, okay, okay, I will do it. But they don't do the work. They tell you that, okay, I'm going to do the work, but they are not doing the work. Or if you are um, a designer or maybe a photographer or a copywriter where you are doing the work for your clients and you have like this deadline, right? So I know it's, um, I know like for done for your services, You need your clients to be proactive. You need your clients to hold their promises, to keep their words, because it affects your time as well. The longer they push, the longer the time frame of your project is going to be. And it's not cool. I, I understand that because I started out my business as a brand and web designer before too. I've, I've been there. Yes, taking notes right now. Amazing. <laughs> Love it. So they're back up halfway, they're not committed, they're not fully committed, they're not doing the work. And it's like, okay, you find yourself having to convince them again. When they're backed out, you you ask them, like, you know, what's going on? And you, and you get, like, really awkward, right? You're like, oh, I'd want to be that nasty person. But, I mean, you gave, you, you gave me a word. You signed a contract. I need to abide the agreement. So either you get really awkward or you're like, no, I stand firm, like we've got to continue or you just refine a client and you're like, 
like I lost a client. And it's a lot of energy, like clients who don't do the work. And as a business coach myself, I've never experienced, well, actually I did experience one client throughout my two years of my coaching business. Is it two years? 2018, 2019, almost three years. Wow, time really flies. <laughs> one client. Sarah, don't tell me to write a blog post because I'm not going to write a blog post. Like I've tried it once, doesn't work. <laughs> and I didn't even ask her to write a blog post, you guys. Ah, that was one client, okay? And I believe, like, at that point, it's like, for sure, like, there are things that I possibly could improve, but I cannot, I cannot force someone to do something. Like, it takes two hands to tango. I've never worked with someone I had to convince. Same. Or rather, after learning my lesson, like, a few years ago. Ah. And I also had one client who backed out. I think like this happened during the first year of my coaching business. And that was that was a client when I tried to convince. I convinced her to book the discovery call. I convinced her during the discovery call to become a paying client. And after a month, like she tried to tell me like, oh, I'm not sure, I'm not sure, I'm not sure. And I convinced her again. And then finally I received, I woke up to, I was horrified, you guys. I woke up that morning and I received a message from this specific person. Hey, Sarah, like, thank you. Thank you for your support. You've helped me sign three clients. You have helped me hit my income goal. But I feel like I don't need a coach right now. It was a three-month coaching she got all these amazing results. And after a month, she, she wanted to back out. And in my mind, I really couldn't comprehend you guys because I was like, well, you have seen amazing results in the first month. Like there's so much more that we can do together. Like there's so much more that you can accomplish. The goals, the desires, like all of that, like in my head, I would, I just like, did I did something wrong? Like, where have I failed as a coach? Like, what's wrong with me? Like, why, why, why does she, like, why she doesn't want to work with me any longer? Like, despite getting amazing results. And I believe now, like, at a point I didn't really get it, but now, like, I feel it's an energetic thing. Maybe, you know, I didn't have felt good about myself at some point, like, that time. But I, I believe, like, the majority of the reason was because in the very beginning, I was convincing her. I convinced her. And from then on, I'm like, no more convincing. After this, I'm not going to do this any longer. Like, it just doesn't flow for me. And ever since, the clients, ever since doing this work that I'm about to share with you, game-changing, One, I no longer hold discovery calls. That's my personal choice, not that there's anything wrong with it. And the clients that are that are coming to me, they either sign themselves up or like, Sarah, I love your energy 
and I know that it can help me with XYZ. I've listened to your podcast. I've watched your IGTV. Tell me, how can we get started? Like, you know, with ease. I'm realizing that clients who aren't 100% my perfect dream clients do tend to reschedule last minute. Yes. And show a little less commitment in showing. Yeah. I agree. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. Because, like, I'm not sure. Okay. Okay, I'm going to do this. A lot of resistance. A lot of resistance. Yeah, I've experienced that too. Anyway, either way, what I've shared earlier on, like this kind of content, when we are trying to convince someone, it takes up a lot of energy. It takes up a lot of time and it just doesn't feel good. And the clients who are ending up becoming your client, paying you, they're either, you know, like what I agree with Cecilia, they're not that committed. They're not doing the work. They're not showing up for themselves. And they're just kind of like, oh, you know, it's good if I don't do this. But if I'm not, like, it doesn't really matter. So, like, here's what I want to share with you. And I've been doing this ever since. Amazing results. I've taught this to my private clients. Breakthroughs. And clients are just coming in for them. Like, potential clients. And, like, they hop on a discovery call. And then they chat it through. Like, you know, having a conversation. And I always say this, like selling is just a conversation, like you're conversing with a friend. You don't have to have a script. You don't have to convince them. It's very tiring. Okay. And I also want to quickly preface that when we write this kind of content, okay, your dream clients who are willing, able, and excited to pay you they are not paying you because even though they are resonating, resonating with this kind of content, the message that they're taking away from that piece of content, it's like, oh, I've gone past that phase. I know that investing will help me to get the results that I want. So like this kind of content, it's like, I've been there, I've done that, I've been through that. And that is why you may have seen engagement in your post. Like, yes, I agree. Yes, I love this. But those drink clients of yours are not buying because it's like, they are reading it. They might be reading your content. They might be watching your stories. They might be listening to your podcast, but it's like, it's not for me. That used to be being me, but I've gone past that phase right now. Does this make sense? And then the content that you're trying to create with convincing, it's like the people who want to, but they are not ready or fully committed to be like, yeah, like this is exactly what I want. I'm going to do it right now. It's like, and and if you think about it, right, right, regardless if you want to decide to like in your business, right? okay, I decided to raise my rates in your business. So I decided that I'm going to do this. I decided I'm going to launch this program. Or in your personal life, making habits. I decided to eat more healthy. I decided to, you know, to work out because I love the endorphins being released. I feel good. We wake up. And it's like, instead of day, instead of one day, it's day one. And, and we don't, 
like it just happens. We just wake up and like, okay, today's going to be day one. I'm going to launch my program. Today's day one. I'm going to eat more healthy. Today's day one. I'm going to. So like one, you have got to understand that, okay, really who, who are my dream clients? Where are they at right now? Where's our mindset? Am I speaking to these people or am I trying to convince people who are not willing, ready yet to invest now? So that's one checkpoint that you want to kind of like look back and see like, okay, you know, to read through your content. You look fresher without theater. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Who's ready for uh, um, the key shift? Be your own dream client. And and when I when 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 this came into my mind, I was like, "What do you mean? I don't understand." Like it didn't really click for me. So being my own dream client is showing up on my stories, showing up and like all the behind the scenes that I'm putting onto my stories, like I'm showing up and I'm walking the talk, if that makes any sense. So that when people chance upon my Instagram, when people hop on live or like when, when I'm putting myself out there, it's being the light for others. Instead of like, Hey, you need to fill your own cup first every morning. I'm showing that. I'm showing you that. And every day, I'm showing up as my best dream client. I'm showing up as my dreamiest client. And I'm here to be the light for you guys, for, for everyone. Second thing is instead of writing content to convince people why they need you, why they need to hire you, like you know you're great at ama- you're great at what you do, right? You have amazing skills, you have ex- like all of these experiences. You know that, hey, I get to help my dream clients, but why did why they don't see it? Instead of convincing, show them what is possible for them, and that means showing results. And maybe I've heard about this before, but one thing that I know that helped me back before and one thing that I see a lot with my clients is that they get a little bit generic. They're afraid to go down and be specific because of fear. And we talk about fear and ego in the first training. So showing the results of what's possible for them. So for instance, if you're a... Um, if you're a self-confidence coach or self-love and confidence coach, okay, and you have worked with clients, you have helped them to boost their confidence, what is the result of your clients after you have helped them to regain their confidence? Maybe it's healing their emotional wounds. Like share those results on your stories. Like, don't be afraid to keep talking about it because, I mean, we, we, we don't really remember much stuff when we see it for the first time. 
talk about it, talk about it, share those results, showing them what's possible. Because I talk about this, I believe, on my Instagram Instagram post, like earlier on, that people don't like people buy because of your energy and your vibes. And that they trust you and that they trust themselves that okay, I'm gonna make this work, I'm gonna get my investment back, I trust myself. Two reasons why people don't buy from you is because they don't know if the program is for them. So we talk about it, content, shifting, like are you talking directly to your dream clients? Like where are they right now? What's their mindset? Yeah, you want to talk about the struggles. Yeah, you want to talk about the desires. Well, where is their mindset right now? And then two, showing what's possible for them because people don't buy because they don't know if whatever that you're doing, like, can, can I really get it? Can I, can I really have that? So tell them, show them what's possible. And when you do this, you guys, you don't have to convince people because those people who don't get it, like your audience, your followers, maybe they're not in a hate space right now to buy from you or to work with you, regardless of its finance, or maybe they're just not energetically ready. That's fine because they are going to wake up one day and change from one day to day one. And then when you keep showing up, when you keep showing up and keep speaking directly to your dream clients, your content, when you show up being the light for them, those people who initially wasn't ready to work with you, they will wake up one day and be like, I'm ready. And when they go online and they see you and they're like, she's showing up. She has been showing up since for the longest time ever. I'm ready. I'm going to work with you. And that's it. People who wake up and be like, I'm ready. I'm going to take action now. I'm fully committed. That's that. <sighs> Any questions, you guys? I'm just going to wait for a couple because these are the things like I want to share with you for today's training. Being the light for others and show them what's possible. And also like the psychology behind humans as well. We don't have to convince people to buy. Small shift, <laughs> big transformations. Okay, okay, we have a question, awesome. How do you handle rejection of being declined? Okay, good one. <laughs> I've been rejected multiple times. Oh my goodness, like it's it's crazy. So when when someone tells me I would love to work with you, but I don't have the money right now, or okay, let's start with money. Okay, I'm just gonna cover like a couple of scenarios. If it's money. I would just simply ask them if I don't know the answer or if I have not yet asked them, it's that, have you checked out the payment plan? And if they say, yes, but I still can't be able to commit, I just let it go. Like, I realize it's, it's cool. It's, it's like letting go, not from a place of ego, like it's, it's totally cool because it's valid. Like these reasons are valid because like back in the days, 
few years ago, I get mad. I get mad when people tell me they, they, they don't have money. I was like, oh, excuses. Oh, like, yeah, like people doesn't have money. Like, no, like the, I felt, I felt like that kind of mindset was just a place of scarcity. And it's just a really like negative energy. Like now I just, it's all right. It's cool. Like just be open, stay open. And I literally tell this to the person, like, be open to all how money could come your way unexpectedly and in the divine timing, like, whenever you're ready, just reach out and let's see, you know, where to move on from here. So that's money part. When people tell me that it's not the aligned time, again, I let it go because it's like, I'm not here to convince people that now is the aligned time. See, we, we are going back. It's a really great question, by the way, but we are going back to what I covered earlier on. People who are ready to take action right now, we don't have to convince, but when we try to convince, one, it feels like it's, it's a lot of work that we just don't have the energy for. And then even if they say yes, you know, they're not doing the work, they're not as fully committed, they backed out halfway, they freaked out when something happens in your life or they don't pay you, they just ghost on you. Like, it's just not a vibe. So, in like, energetically, what I would do is that, okay, cool, I host space. I, okay, here's the thing. Say I want four clients, okay? A client rejected. I'd be like, cool, that's all right. This this person who may not be ready right now, who may not be able to afford my work right now, it doesn't mean that they will not invest in me in the future. And I'm holding my desire, like I'm staying unwavering and coming from a place of abundance and not coming place from, from a place of scarcity that, okay, I'm holding space for four clients. I am on my way to signing four clients. I am on my way to signing or attracting four clients. And when I align myself to that energy, to that hate space, the next client, the next aligned client comes. And you feel good. Like you, you don't have any like negative energy or like, ugh, kind of like <laughs> misaligned or off energy. And you'll be surprised when you're in this energetic space because say the client who rejected on you or who ghosted on you, maybe they received, you know, money unexpectedly. And they see you showing up and you guys have had like, you know, a neutral positive kind of experience, even though he or she said no, and you're constantly showing up, you're being the light, being your own dream client, showing what's possible. And when you're ready to come to you. So that's how we handle re re like rejection of being declined. It's like, cool, totally cool. Cause I'm here to support in live streams like that on my podcast. So, so that's what I would do like energetically. Okay. Hopefully I've answered your question. Great question, by the way. Okay. If you have seen a proposal, but haven't heard back at, at all, even, even they say they have received it, would you follow up or check they receive it or just leave it? Oh, good question. I love it. I love it. Okay. A sip of coffee. 
Good. I'm glad. <laughs> Your answers was great. Thank you. My pleasure. Okay. Proposal. If I send a proposal and I've seen that they have received it, yes, I would follow up. Um, I would follow up and I would give a tip as well. In just a sec, I would follow up once. And if they're kind of like, if I can sense, okay, because I don't know, like I can feel an energy from someone, but um, maybe that's a bit too war spiritual. But if I follow up once and it's just a really quick check in, like, hey, I was just wondering if, you know, you have looked through the proposal. Um, did you have any questions about it or concerns about it? Like one, two sentence of like a very simple check-in, if you will. If they reply, cool, I'll answer it. If not, I let it go. Because it's kind of like, to me, I believe like if someone is truly committed, they would take the action. If whatever you're doing and they see the value and they want the results, they are committed to it, they will take action in getting back to you because they see it as important. Like we humans, if we, you know, if we don't do something, we don't schedule stuff in, it's because we don't find it important. So if they don't find it important, like, I don't know. I, I don't know if we might be aligned fit to work together because you might realize that when you work with them and then they're like, kind of like, you know, <laughs> I, I mean, I've had experience like that before when clients will like take a really long time to make a payment, to sign a contract and, you realize when we are working together, like in a working relationship, usually you need to chase them for stuff. And I see this happening a lot for designers. I've been there. <laughs> it's a nightmare. So yeah, I will follow up once. And then if not, I will just leave it. One tip though, um, this is for all of you who go on discovery calls. Um, and prior to prior for you to send a proposal to that potential client, if the conversation ends off somewhere along the lines of, I need to think about it, let me consider, I will get back to you along these lines, like pending, always ask them, sure, like, yeah, sure, cool, take your time, right? It's valid. People need different people make decisions differently. Some people need to think about it. Some people need to talk to their partner about it. Either way, that's cool. Ask them, when do you think you can get back to me? I was sending a proposal today. When do you think you can get back to me? And it's kind of like a closure, if, if, if that makes any sense. So like, that is my tip. And, you know, like, if the client is like, really aligned for you and it's serious about it, they would tell you upfront, usually on the date that the client, the, pot the potential client has said to you, yes, I'm ready or either it's like, no, like now is not the aligned time. So that's my tip for you. Okay. Okay. That's a really great question. And it's crazy though, guys continue to leave any questions. I have like 20 minutes. Um, before I have to hop to my next call with um, my magnetic woman mastermind ladies. But yeah, follow up, like there's no need to overthink. I just want to add on because I used to that I used to be that person creates like an asana, like a project management tool or like a 
Google Sheets, client name, last contacted, <laughs> this time, full up one, full up two, full up three, and I will create like tick boxes. <laughs> full up one, tick, didn't reply, send it out of email, full up two, follow up two, check. <laughs> Didn't reply. Send it out an email. Oh my god, guys, it was draining. I mean, sometimes it did work. Full up. Sometimes just you know. Sometimes people just completely forget about it. Like, oh yeah, but I don't know. I I just think like it's a lot of energy, and I I just don't have the energy for like things like that anymore. So just wanted to share. All right, and if within you you feel maybe it's not a 110% match, but you have made a proposal because they ask, what do you do? I don't know if it's who or Miss Alain sometimes. Um, I think it's me who is not getting, like, who is not downloading the, is, is that a question? Oh, okay, okay. Slow sometimes. I'm on my cycle day three, I think, so my brain is a bit slow. <laughs> Um, you feel that sometimes it's not like a full match, like 100% match, but you made the proposal anyway because they ask, what do you do? I don't know if it's who I'm misaligned sometimes. That's all right. Like if you're not sure, like just, I don't know, like I would just send anyway. But unless you feel, unless your intuition is telling you that, okay, for sure, like this is not the aligned fit, then listening to your intuition, trust it, trusting your intuition, like, what is it that it's guiding you to do? Like follow it through because I say this a lot of times, you guys, that your intuition is always here to guide you into a land path. Like it's always protecting you. It's always guiding you. So if you're feeling a strong pull like this person, it's not a land fit for you. Like just tell them the reasons why and then you don't have to like, you know, spend your time and energy to send a proposal, especially for custom proposal because I feel like, again, I'm just using my experience before when I was a brand and web designer, like I would create a custom proposal. It's a lot of time. Like, I don't know how much time you, <laughs> it, all the designers here, I don't know how much time you guys take to create a proposal, but it takes me an hour, like, minimum and I want to make it pretty and all that stuff but I think it's just a designer thing like you know okay and a question if you finally got the confidence to charge more premium prices but no one bought how would you take that feedback and adjust your approach oh okay good point guys I'm feeling a lot of like energy around raising prices lately um i just posted like a few hours ago on my instagram so you can watch like read the post later on it's about to raise your rates or not to raise your rates so um if you haven't already read that you can just go uh, go read that post later on but to answer your question if no one bought like one thing I would check in with my my energy, like, did I really feel caught to increase my price? And let's say it was aligned, right? Like, you feel the pull. And a lot of times people ask me, like, how do I feel it? It's like, you just know. Like, you just know in you, like, you really desire to increase, you know, your price. And you did increase the price. But there is no response. 
um, and, and it's aligned, right? I would check in with really like, how often am I talking about my offer online? And is my content speaking directly to my clients? Like these are the two things that I would check. And of course my sales page as well. So these are the three things that I would check. So the content part, we did talk about it in the live stream. And if you missed that or you want to rewatch it, you can find it on my IGTV later on. I'm just crossing my fingers. So these are the two things, uh, three things that I would check in. Because a lot of times um, when we want to talk about our paid offer, like we talk about it once, twice, a couple of times, and there is no response. We sometimes just like, is it because of my price? Is it because like of that? Is it because of that? Like, it's very normal. It's very normal. Like, you know, if, if, if no one is inquiring, like within the first few days of you doing something or launching something, like it's, it's very normal because you, when you, you don't know what you don't know, you don't know, like we, we don't see this kind of stuff. We don't see what our potential drink clients are doing. Maybe they're looking through a sales page. Maybe they are discussing about working with you with their partner. Maybe they're trying to sort out their finance, but they have yet to reach out to you. So there are things that we don't know and we don't see. And it can be so easy to self-sabotage and overthink like, is it because of my price? Why is no one responding? Like, why is no one applying? What am I doing wrong? Like, if everything is aligned from sales page to content to pricing, like stay unver- unwavering, keep keep showing up, like keep talking about your office. And, you know, like I, I think like this could be a different live stream or maybe even a podcast episode that I may record. Um, consistency, like keep talking about your offer. So yeah, I hope that answered your question. Like I would check in with this thing's content, sales page, and if the pricing I'm aligned with it. Like, is it truly what I desire? Or is it because of something else? My ideal clients are entrepreneurs, but I've been asked to do some corporate work. And that's where I don't know if it's distracting me from my most aligned clients. What is it? Like, what kind of projects or what kind of clients do you truly, 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 truly desire to work with? Is it creative entrepreneurs or is it women entrepreneurs? Is it product-based business entrepreneurs? Because here's the thing. If, like, focus on the clients that you would love to work with and speak to them, like, align your energy towards them. And if you know, like, if you're 100% sure, okay, that corporate work or corporate clients are not what you truly desire, that's it. Like, release that. So we talk about letting go-ish, the other time, the other day, right? Start focusing on what you want. And you'll be surprised that these other people are coming to you because of your energy, because of your content. You are attracting them to you, and you're just speaking directly to them. Oh, I love that spiritual edge. That's cool. I love it. Yeah. I would focus on that, female creative entrepreneurs. 
who are looking to start their purpose-driven business. So like, where are they right now? Have they started their business? Are they thinking to pivot their business? What, what is their mindset right now for people who are looking to start? And then that's what I would, that's what I would focus on, like the content. Oh, by the way, if you haven't already listened to one of my recent podcast episodes, which episode was it? It's going to help you guys. I believe like all of you are going to resonate with that. Um, oh, what's the podcast? How to sign high paying clients. I get so in flow sometimes that I don't even remember like <laughs> the title of the podcast. Um, how to sign your highest high ticket paying client this month. Yeah, I think that's the title. I can't remember the episode, but it's one of the recent ones. So you can go to search the Sarah Lowe podcast on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. I know a lot of you listen to, listen to my podcast on Spotify, so you can listen to that like during your free time, washing the dishes, getting ready, all that stuff. Like You can listen to that, okay? I don't mind corporate clients, but they're not my perfect for clients right now unless they're conscious leaders. Yeah. I think... If, if this is kind of like causing you a lot of resistance, it's like, I think it's what one, go listen to the episode if you haven't already, but also two, sorry, notification, um, two, it's that why are you not allowing yourself to only focusing on that? Because it's like, you don't mind working with it, but you know, like if it's taking away your energy or if there is any resistance in the slightest way within you that you're like, no, I don't want to work with corporate jobs, like corporate clients, um, follow your intuition. Like that's the most, that is the most important for you because when, when you're holding space for only what you're desiring, like that is what you're going to attract. If you're like one foot here, one foot that it's just kind of like one of, first of all, your energy is going to be all over the place. And is it coming from a scarcity mindset? Cause a lot of my clients, they like have this kind of mentality or this kind of mindset of fear that, I want to sign X clients. I want to make this amount of money, but this corporate client came into me. It's not aligned for me, but I, a part of you feel like, oh, what if I don't work with this client and I'm not going to work with the clients that I truly desire to work with. So because of that fear, because of that, that kind of mindset, you work with them, but then you're like, oh, but I don't really want to work with them. Do you know what I mean? So Get clear on what you want, aligned for you, and then deciding. Cool? Such great guidance. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, I think I have one question um, I missed out from Jessica. This is the last question, you guys, because I have nine minutes and I have to hop on to my next call. I have a question about becoming a coach. Do you need a formal training or certification to start a coaching business like you have? No. No, I don't have any... I don't have any um, training or certification in saying that you could however it really depends if you like i'm not against for people or you're wanting to you know get a certification but it's not necessary and it's not needed as you would say you want to become a lawyer say you want to become accountant 
I think you need a surge or something. Like there is a term for it. I can't remember. I'm so bad with numbers, you guys. That's why my partner takes care of all my finances. Like I just, oh, it drains my soul so much. <laughs> but you know, you get what I mean. I just want to be a doctor, a lawyer, like these kind of sectors. Then okay, yeah, you need a surge for it. I'm pretty sure. No, I'm sure, hundred percent. But for coaching business like mine, you don't have to. Like, yeah, like people come to you because they love your vibes, they love your energy, and you have had, you know, whatever they are promising, you know, your clients or your students or what you're doing in your business. You have done that. It's your own transformations, and as well. You have to help your clients get amazing results, then, like, you know, why not? Kind of thing. Does it make sense? So, yeah, you don't need a formal training. But in having said that, like, you could. Okay. Thanks, Sarah. My absolute pleasure. Such amazing questions, you guys. I love it. All right. Have an amazing day or night, and I will chat with you guys really soon. Bye, guys.